Hi, everybody. Welcome to Whole Cluster Conversation. Today, we're getting ready to kind of wrap up our year. And Ashley and I were chatting about some of the things that we learned this year. And we thought, well, let's do a top 10 episode. Let's talk about a couple things that we um, participated in or found this year. Look back on our favorites. So we hope that they bring some value to you. And we look forward to hearing what you think about them, too. I'm Haley. This is Ashley. We are Whole Cluster Conversation. We, we went ahead and we have five categories. Yeah, five categories. So the first thing that I wanted to know was your favorite podcast. Not Whole Cluster Conversation <laughs> or maybe Whole Cluster Conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I um I came across sustainable wine growing and I found their content pretty invaluable. Nice. Yeah, I really like them. They're out of um California and they mm-hmm. I think they're a consulting business and then they started a podcast to kind of drive some consulting clients, but they've got great content. Definitely check what them out. What was for, what was your favorite content piece? Um I really liked the the grazing. Okay. Um, there's, yeah, just cause there's so much stuff that I don't know about that, but they have so many interesting topics like using infrared or infrared ultraviolet light, uh, mm-hmm. to treat mildew and pests. Like there's just, yeah, thinking outside the box and looking at research and then how it's applied to more sustainable wine growing. I'm guessing you use some of their, their content maybe a little bit. Um, oh yeah. To, for research. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think I remember you mentioning them a couple times throughout the year. So awesome. And how about you? What was your favorite podcast this year? Um, well, it's or- not my favorite, but my favorite <laughs> on topic to this podcast. Um, that's definitely something we talked about because I, <laughs> I, I have some other favorites. But I ran across a recently the Spokane Conservation District um, in Spokane, Washington, puts on a podcast. And I was blown away. They, as a conservation district, have got like a producer and they are putting out some pretty cool um, content, really cool. connecting. It's part of, a, I think, a conference that they did. Very and nice. they are just connecting, telling the stories of local farmers and also just some of the other people in the industry. And it was kind of fun and inspiring to listen to. Didn't you used to live in Spokane too? I did. So (laughs) it was really fun listening to it and uh, hearing those little nuggets and realizing, oh yeah, that's (laughs) that's something I I remember seeing or that's really cool. A lot of them, because I haven't lived there for like 10 years, was a lot of fun to more Um, (laughs) just learn what new things are happening in Spokane Uh and the food. um, They do a lot around the the food industry or the farming food. Mm -hmm. Farm to food or farm to fork or whatever. Yeah, exactly. That industry. Farm to table. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. So. Did you have any favorite shows that you're watching? Or I was. This one was so hard for me, Haley, to think of a show on topic. I <laughs> realized upon reflecting that I think when I watch TV, one, I just really don't watch things on point, and I think I use <laughs> TV as a way to like get away from my uh, uh, normal 
academic life. And um, so it was really hard for me. (laughs) I will not lie. I'm binge watching Grey's Anatomy right now. So sorry, (laughs) that is not on point. I'm feeling like I know a lot about the medical industry when I really don't. (laughs) (laughs) But I will say I'll dig back a little deeper or a little farther than this year and say, I really liked the movie a couple years ago, Big Little Farm. And it just really got me thinking about some farming practices in some different ways and just thinking kind of holistically and kind of challenged a couple of my notions about some of my farming practices and thinking of Mm -hmm. um, ecology practices and how to like bring it all together. So that was kind of one of those that really, I don't know, has stuck with me in some ways. I still haven't watched it. Um, I need to, I, it's been on my list for a while, but I Mm -hmm. haven't, haven't committed and found it. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that the one though, that they are, they're like trying to solve a problem. So they like, I don't know what it is, but they get chickens and then all of a sudden they like have another problem because their chickens like take over and then they got... <laughs> so well, it's not that they're problems. They just start showing the interconnectedness between like uh, the chickens take, you know, they had the snail problem and then they get chickens and the chickens are taking care of the snails. And then, you know, they have the, you know, the chickens there's coyotes and then they have the dogs and like the grazing and it just shows how like everything is connected and once you start solving one problem not necessarily that another problem shows up but like sometimes that they're able to solve problems by multi you know something that that fixes multiple problems um one one change changes the entire yeah and to think holistically and how everything is working together. So interesting. Um, yeah. Very so. cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I mine is kind of a rewatch too. Um, I every couple of years I rewatch Mondovino and uh oh, it's I've a not heard of this. Yeah, it's a series. Uh it's a little you have to you have to get past I, I just shouldn't say get past. Um, you have to you have to get through the first episode and then like everything starts to kind of click. Like if you can get mm-hmm. through the first episode and you get to the second episode, you're like, oh, wait. Oh, okay. This is, got it. Um, but yeah. So many good shows are that way. Mm-hmm. Arrested Development, Shit's <laughs> Creek. Anyways. <laughs> so so yeah, I, um, I rewatched that at the beginning of the year while I was, you know, like folding laundry and stuff late at night. But it was just as good as the first time I watched it. And what is it about? I'm sorry. Uh, So it's about the wine world. It's about um, the Mondavis in California and how they have projects kind of all over the world. So is it better to have big wine where you have like money to do projects or is it better to have little wine where you have mom and pop shops that, um, Mm. that maybe can't afford to, to do the big projects or start out big, but they're, they're making wine in different regions. And especially the like new world, old world, like mentalities coming together. And then they even go a step farther. And, and I think they go to like Paraguay and they're looking oh. at the wine that's being made in Paraguay. So yeah, it's just kind oh. of crazy. Everything, how it's how the wine world is connected. Nice. Yeah. So TV shows. Now, how do we um, fill our academic brain with 
our literary senses. I know you are a big book person. Um, <laughs> I go in ebbs and flows with my book reading. So what books have you read this year or you know, you want to highlight? This year, I started reading A Natural History of Wine. So far, it's great. It's actually mm. part of like thinking about okay, if they were doing this thousands and thousands of years ago, like when we talked about our orange wine and sparkling wine, like this is probably just a natural progression of how wine was being made type of thing. So it's kind of gave me more, um, it's given me more confidence in, oh, humans are the same now as they were (laughs) then. And so it's probably just, we're doing similar things and getting similar results. So yeah, that's by um, Ian Tattersall and Rob DeSalle, I think is how you pronounce her names. Um, But yeah, definitely worth picking up and flipping through. How about you? I know that you gave me a book. Did I give it to you? Yeah, you sent me a book. You sent me, I think, the book that you're going to talk about. (laughs) So this one has been around for a couple years, um, but I really like going back to it. It's called uh, Braiding Sweetgrass by Robin Wall Kimmerer. Mm-hmm. And she is a academic, like she's a college professor, as well as um, a member of the, I believe, Potomotomy. She's an indigenous writer. And she, what I really like about this book is she brings to the, like, echo, the field of ecological restorations, a lot of questioning and like just I feel like thought activities throughout the book because she's just telling her story mm-hmm. but about thinking in a way that's not just science this is what we do but thinking more holistically and thinking about I think some different like Native American practices within the field of ecological restoration. Mm-hmm. So I like how she she got like her her story too is like she brings in some of that Native American like storytelling mm-hmm. and yeah it's just yeah. very multifaceted. It is a very multifaceted book, so I really like just picking it up and you know reading different sections of it. I think my favorite chapter, and it just gets back to kind of the root of stuff that I study, is her her chapter discussing or her story in it in the story about her pond and trying Ooh. to kind of change back her pond from <laughs> the um, eutrophic system that it is and trying to like kind of quote unquote clean it up but um that whole process um, so yeah I just enjoy it like I said it as a scientist we are kind of taught in this like research manner and um honestly like probably this like western philosophy mentality and she really just brings through her storytelling some new perspectives so and new ways to think about that so Cool. I like that book. Yeah. It's not really a wine book, but you know, I think it's it an ecology book. Thing. It's an ecology <laughs> book. <laughs> so. What about new gear? Did you get any new gear that you liked this year? I did. Um, to not bring out, <clears throat> sorry, my voice. 
to not bring out particular brands. In general, I am a puffy <laughs> vest with hood person. And I invested this last year in a puffy vest. And I have really, it has brought me so much joy. Um, I especially <laughs> think, you know, this wintry, colder time of season, it just reminds me of that. I, It's all about the hood too, though. Like, <laughs> I just like having that put that hood up um so I don't know yeah you can't go wrong with a puffy vest yeah with I hood. went I went puffy too but in a different way I bought new bibs this year Carhartt bibs but I went uh-huh. with the insulated the quilted insulated kind to do winter work at the vineyard and okay. they were money um yeah I don't think I haven't had a pair of those for years but yeah slightly you got to make sure you get them the right size mm-hmm. because I got mine and I will call out to DMB Supplies in good old Caldwell, Idaho. I got them there and I was like, oh, they're fine that they're just a little big. No, you got to get them the right size. (laughs) I think this year we had a lot of uh, like last year changes and there was a lot of stuff that we were able to do online. So did you have a favorite uh, online webinar or conference? You know, in general, I just really loved being able to, like to attend a lot of webinars from afar. Um, there are so many that I felt like I got to go to that were not something I would normally be able to attend. Yeah. Um, for either like financial reasons or for just hey, this is on the East Coast or something like that. So. In general, that was like my big yay 2021. Yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, I feel like I had so much, so like you were saying, so many more opportunities to learn yeah. at different seminars yeah. or webinars or whatever, like conferences, because they were available online. Yeah. And I know there was a little bit of that in 2020 as well, but I felt like 2020 really was the year that everyone was trying to be like, oh no, how do we do this? And I felt like 2021 was really the year where people were like, oh, we did this last year. We figured out the kinks. We know how to do it. Um, So I really enjoyed that. Um, I think one of kind of the ones that was cool to me and a little bit different was going to um, the Tilth Conference, um, mm. because especially with all the stuff that's been going on with COVID, it was really cool to learn about just what different farmers were dealing with and yeah. a lot more about the just like food industry in general. Um, and when I mean that, I'm not talking about restaurants. I'm talking about the farm to yeah. table <laughs> food industry and the, the farmers. farmers and the whole like food system that's going on there. And um, I think what's really cool is, you know, last year we were much in the like, oh my gosh, how do we deal with this? Food systems might shut down. There was just like this sense of panic. And then, you know, (laughs) over the years, it's been really cool to attend something like the Tilt Conference and hear all the creative ways that farmers are able to like move through that and still get their product out. So uh, that was just, you know, a little bit out of my normal realm, but still kind of in there. So it was pretty cool. What about you, Haley? Well, you actually were the one that suggested um, the soil school. I think the Mm. Multnomah. No, it's Tualatin. Oh, Tualatin. Soil and Water Conservation Mm -hmm. District. They put on soil school every year. And Mm -hmm. this last year it was 
online <laughs> and they mm-hmm. did it. It was actually great and not great. Like there were there were so many things. Like they, it was so nice that it was what, like one or two topics per week. You didn't yeah, have to do them all in much. like two days. But it was, you know, but then I also... Um, I would have preferred that they were during the day just because I do have little kids. So if they're not at at daycare, then <laughs> I'm not able to pay attention as well. But I totally understand why they did that. Um, and I mm-hmm. still I still tried to log in and learn as much as I could. And I would highly recommend. Um, yeah, I believe they're all um, or most of them are on their uh, website. YouTube, yeah, mm-hmm. YouTube channel website. So um, the other... I think- I think you, I think, you know, I might have told you a little bit about it, but then you also kind of told me about it because you knew one of the soil professors, right? You yeah. heard him before um, and you said you should go to that. Yeah. I'm going to forget his name. Oh no. Uh, he's <laughs> great though. We'll put it in the show notes. He, yeah, he's always very, very informative and he obviously is a technology whiz. So he had like presentations oh. to like do you remember that where he was like check out when I add this dirt to the or water to this dirt look at what happens and look what happens when I add this water to this dirt see how different it is and we're like he's got video yeah. cameras everywhere in his classroom and he can show us that kind of stuff it was great yeah um, I really liked um that <laughs> I definitely watched that and was like getting inspiration from my webinars of like how to make an engaging presentation and I think that that's like one of the the coolest things is seeing some people and how creative they are with their online content and and getting um, that engaging content out there. So it was Multnomah. It was the West Multnomah and 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 Okay. And so they yeah, they did it together. Okay. I can find the it's all about soil is what the it was called. James Cassidy. Yes, James Cassidy. Thank you. Thank you for looking it up. (laughs) So tons and tons of um, great content there, though, if you want to go and check it out. We'll put it in the show notes. And if you want to join in, I think they are having it online again. Or maybe they're doing a online and in person. I don't know. I do know that's been something that has been nice. There's a couple conferences that are now offering online versions, which is... Yeah. I mean, why not? You just... I mean... You get more more people, more eyeballs, which hopefully helps your bottom line. <laughs> yeah, and again, sometimes people can attend that wouldn't normally be able to attend yeah. because it's not just paying the conference fees; it's also paying like the hotel and the travel and everything right. else. So, yeah, right. it's been kind of fun. Okay, I think that's our top ten. Yeah, five topics, two a piece. So <laughs> that's basically a wrap on our first season. 2021 is finishing up and we're getting on to our 22, ah, 2022 mindset. And uh, we'll be recording more episodes to share with you. If you enjoyed listening to this or any of our episodes, please consider subscribing, hitting that like button, giving us a thumbs up, um, and reviewing on the platform that you use. This really helps us out and helps us get some new eyeballs. Um, And if you're someone that, if you know someone that might enjoy this podcast, share it with them. Share it with your grandma, 
share it with your brothers, <laughs> your sister, your dog. I don't know. Maybe your dog has an iPad. Um, <laughs> we've got um, some of season two already planned, but we are always happy to look into and talk about other topics. So if you are interested, please let us know by writing into whole cluster conversation at gmail.com. Happy end of 2021. We're looking forward to 2022 and sharing some more time with you. So hopefully you're cheersing to some delicious wine and some awesome friends. Ciao. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of Whole Cluster Conversation. Music provided by Michael Johnson of Grand Falconer. Audio production provided by our friend Ukiah Bogle. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you like to listen. Ciao.